Live from Telephone Nation, it is the Ozone. We're giving you an espresso shot. Just a quick hit before the big show happens on the day after the Super Bowl. I'm your host, Omar Miller. I'm here with my brother from the same mother, Terry Spiller, also known as the Icons. Hey, hey. What are you thinking? How you feeling? Life is good? Life's good. Life's good. Yeah, this is a shot to the arm for the nation. Yeah, let's get straight to it. Super Bowl predictions. You know... We all know that the Eagles not only have to beat the Patriots, but they're going to have to beat the officials as well. Or do you believe that they're actually going to let them play now that they got what they needed and got a big name and a big market in the Super Bowl? I think they got what they needed. And honestly, I'm taking Philadelphia because I think that the story is if the Eagles win and with the backup quarterback with it, with his Nick Foles, I think it'll be a bigger story than Tom Brady winning another one. I don't know about that. Tom Brady is, you know, they're in uncharted waters with the greatest of all time talk. Eight trips, six Super Bowls, wins, you know, sets a record, another record. It's pretty over the top. I think that you can always count on the Super Bowl and the NFL to lean towards the better story. And I don't know if Nick Foles in the comeback is a better story than the touchdown Tommy being the all-time greatest. So, I don't know. I like the Eagles. If we're actually talking about them playing in a fair scenario, I actually like the Eagles. And I think Nick Foles is somebody who people treat like he's a backup, who is actually not a backup, who doesn't play like a backup. As we discussed previously on the Ozone, he's only had a problem when he played under Jeff Fisher. Yeah, and Jeff Fisher seems to be the guy who's held everybody back in their career. But I'm... <laughs> We're going to call Jeff Fisher the principal from now on because he's holding you back. <laughs> you got to do an extra year. But you know when you said Nick Foles coming back, Nick Foles never left. I mean, this is the league. He's playing back like to this. a starter to a starter position. But you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, but he's a he's a, he's he's a winner. Yeah, he honestly is. And I think that the Patriots are going to have a hard time with him because he's very effective and accurate with the short passes. He gets the ball out in less than a couple of seconds, and then he also likes to throw the ball downfield when he catches you slipping. And the Patriots' pass defense is actually not that great. And then you got a two-headed monster back there with Jay Ajayi and um, LeGarrette Blunt, who's got to show the league and show show Tom Brady, and then what time it is. So I'm taking the I'm taking uh, Philadelphia. All right, I, I'm with you. I mean, and you know, we lend it to to we tend to lend ourselves to the underdog on the Ozone, but this time I'm I'm going to keep writing it out, and it could be just speaking with my heart. I really would like to see somebody beat the Patriots. I feel like it's a microcosm what's going on in the in the country now, and I don't like what the Patriots represent per se. Yeah, I don't either. And, they, yeah. and they're saying that basically Tom Brady walks on water. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. And I, yeah. and I love Tom Brady, to be honest. I do too. I like him. <laughs> I like so, him. He's solid. Gronk's playing. Seems like everybody's a go. I haven't heard about any injuries. You got any injury report information? Everybody's completely off the injury report on most teams. So this is a real heads-to-head matchup, which so I this like. this is a go. <laughs> this is all, all systems, systems go. All systems friggin' go, bro. I'm giving her all she's got, Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Scruffy. Yeah, so, all right, so that's where we are with football. Boxing had an interesting uh, card last weekend. Did you happen to see Lucas Matisse knock that kid out with a jab? No, honestly, I didn't see it, but I heard a lot about it. I, honestly, I'm a little bit behind on that one. Very bizarre. Jose Lenar, Jorge Linares did what he was supposed to do, and now because he won his fight, nice card on HBO. It's a good setup card, a nice easy way to ease into 2018, and I'm looking forward to some serious action because now Lomachenko called out Linares at 135, and Linares said, I'm here for you. You tell me the time and the place, and we can mix it up. So looking forward to HBO boxing, getting that one popping. Yeah, you know what? And everybody th- seems to think that – um. You know, Lomachenko is going to have a problem moving up. I think that he's not like a knockout artist. 
But what he does have is great footwork and hand speed. And if he stays to the fundamentals, always he translates. Still, yeah, it translates. He should still be effective. I don't, you know, I just, we haven't and seen him. He's not jumping up 15 pounds. Yeah. He's jumping up five pounds. Right, right. And he probably walks around like that. Yeah. So, you know, it's not going to be a, a big jump for him. And uh, he should still be effective. It, it'll be a better fight than he's had in a long time. I know that. And Lenars is no joke. So I, I think I don't, I don't see him submitting like uh, Redondo. So okay. that, that'll be interesting to see where that goes. Um, yeah, but good card by the HBO boxing. Looking forward to that Superfly two coming up. Also on the on the quick tip, we got a lot of action in uh, the association, the National Basketball Association. A lot of trades going on. Blake Griffin woke up the other day to becoming a Detroit Piston and now yelling Detroit basketball. <laughs> Totally different uh, climate than he was dealing with here in L.A. And it seems like they finally, the Clippers have been listening to the Ozone and they finally decided, Jerry West said, you know what? We got to blow this team up. And About it is time. now blown. About time, man. This is, this is a long time coming. I mean, the Clippers need a complete makeover. That's Doc Rivers. They got it now. That's not, that's, not, that's not complete. You got DeAndre needs... Either you're going to have to keep DeAndre or get rid of Doc or get uh, get rid of Doc and keep DeAndre or well, however you want to put it. But one of them has to go. I mean, it literally, because there's it's been proven that Doc Rivers got his one championship and he's rode it to, you know, to the wheel. Oh, so hey, put the game seven on number two. Don't, don't, yeah. don't play cheap. Yeah, but, but that, you don't get it. Just because you went to game seven don't mean you got number two. He almost got number, number two. two. <laughs> he didn't right. grab that. So, you know, Doc is a little bit, you know, I, I feel like he's more of a problem, which a couple, some of the players have come out and said now recently, you know, it's more of Doc Rivers than it is actually the players because they really don't have an identity or a scheme. or They just l- literally go out there and play pickup ball. Uh, well, it's definitely hurting nowadays. and But I think they came out on top in that trade, to be honest. I think it was a good trade for the Clippers and a good way to start their rebuild. They picked up some nice pieces. They did, but those pieces that they picked up aren't signed long term. Um, but maybe they're yeah, looking more towards the picks. But it's not hard to get anybody that you want to to re-sign in L.A. Now, the the Los Angeles teams have never had a hard time, except for when you're playing with Kobe Bryant. Besides that, nobody else has ever had a hard time staying or coming to Los Angeles. Yeah, but does that translate into wins? And I don't think because this is like a tester right here. So you bring in Tobias and see how he can react to being in a big city like this. And then you bring in, how do you pronounce the name, Marmanovich, Mm -hmm. you know, the big man, and we'll see how he reacts. But he looks like he's more ready for prime time in Hollywood than anybody. You check his social media out. And then you bring in, you know, uh, Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley, how how are these guys going to react by being in the big city? Well, we're going to find out. And what you come to find is, is this can be a life changing event going from playing in Detroit, not only in your your career, but your social life and the lives of your children and grandchildren. Because if you play it right in the big city, you get deals and endorsements and eyes and, you know, you, you get the girl, if you will. And it, it can really change your life. Yeah. You just got to produce in California, in Los Angeles, rather. In California, but especially in L.A., you have to produce so people find something else to do. We'll go find a way to sit in traffic. We will find a way. <laughs> and then the other thing that we got, actually, is a, a lot of divorces going on. Joaquin Noah and the Knicks have decided to part ways. They just they can't get that, that, that organization together. This is like the second or third player that has decided to just walk and amicably or unamicably with the New York Knicks. And then we see the situation where uh, Greg Monroe was cut, now picked up by the Celtics. If Greg Monroe can actually play for the Celtics, this is a clutch acquisition. 
Right, but I don't understand why Greg Monroe is turned into a journeyman. He's a young man, and he looks like he has a lot of potential still. But for some reason, he just can't stick on the squad, and I don't understand that. I don't know. It just seems like that would lend you to believe that he's the problem because he's yeah. the constant. You know, he's the he's the, he's the common denominator. The common denominator out there. And you wonder, like, what's going on with Greg Monroe that nobody wants him because he would have been a perfect fit to myself to go to the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers need a big man. Right. No, I don't know. Very, very interesting. Uh, moving on outside of basketball and the Cavs woes, because, you know, it's, I'm still sold that it's the same repeat, even though I want to give a shout out to James Harden because the 60 point triple double is incredible. They, yeah. They're calling it the, the only one in NBA history, but that's just because they didn't count blocks before. Because I'm sure Will Chamberlain, with as many 60 point games as he's had, has right. also had games with we know. I mean, the guy averaged 50 rebounds or the guy averaged 50 points a season at one point. <laughs> And and twenty twenty five rebounds. So I don't think that I'm sure he had ten blocks in one of those games for sure. No question. And not only that, Boogie put up a historical night, a Will Chamberlain esque showing as of last week, right before he popped that Achilles. You know, like, unbelievable. So unbelievable. now all of these injuries, you're looking at them, all the injuries. You look at the NBA right now is when everybody breaks down. Kevin Love got hurt. This guy's hurt. That guy's hurt. Where do we go? You know, is it is it overuse? Is it poor training? What is it that's going on? Well, they're saying that with Boogie, it could have been overuse because he's had an extended amount of time that he's been playing on the, you know, on the court the past few games. And I can really relate to that. With the big man is not made to, you know, take that kind of punishment all the yeah. time. Along those lines, uh, continuing to follow this Larry Nasser case, this despicable, disgusting, demonic presence that has manifested itself as a man that molested all these children. Another round of little girls has come forward, which is like. 265 the number so basically this guy was molesting uh, uh everyone he could get his hands on and we have this father who charged larry nasser and said i want that son of a bitch he lost and it he lost <laughs> it as he should have and I, I'm, I'm surprised it took this long for somebody to lose it i mean he's living whatever it was and he had to listen to them go over their molestation by this guy sitting here acting like he's some kind of victim are you kidding come on man this is what oh, I'm talking about, just letting him go through the gauntlet of the parents, and that'll be enough. That You won't have to worry about Nasser anymore because, you know, time served. Well, I don't think you have to worry about him in prison either. But one thing that is also awesome is that uh, his name is Randall Margraves, this, this brave dad that went after this, this clown. And uh, the other thing you don't have to worry about is that it's a GoFundMe that's been started for him. And he's oh, been, really? yes, he's been known as the hero dad. And they've raised close to $10,000 in less than three hours for more than 20 supporters. The original goal was only a thousand bucks. So he, this is, this was set up uh, to, to help a brother and a friend in need. And from one union family man to another, proud of you. <laughs> Too bad you didn't get a few licks in. Somebody wrote on the page. Right. This is he tried. <laughs> he tried. Yeah. He loves it. He just, you can see him standing there. He can just so much. And then pretty soon he's just like, just let me have him. Yeah. Yeah. Really, just unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's very so I'm, I'm glad to see somebody step up there, even though it was thwarted. I hope he doesn't do much time, and I really hope he's not punished, because I'm sure, I'm sure that he just saw red. Oh, no question. I mean, he, he just went blank. He just blacked out. You can see that. And you can't really blame the guy. I mean, this is too far. This guy now, he's getting upwards of what? Close to 500? Little girl or something? Was this? You said you told me it's a new two sixty five or something. Yes, yeah, this guy. He, this is this is probably unprecedented. 
probably yeah. unprecedented. The kind of the and kind of damage even, this guy's doing. And we're not even talking about the people who not haven't even come out and said anything because a lot of times these people hide in shame yeah. and guilt, like they've done something and they shouldn't hide in guilt or shame. This guy is the guilty one. This guy is the one that's putting his sin on you. You don't have to accept that. You can move forward. It's just that you have to be able to get that out. Don't hide in darkness because this guy is dark. You don't have to turn into darkness. Right. Absolutely. But I want to send an RIP out. Uh, the, the world lost a very bright light this past weekend in an automobile accident with Rasul Butler and his wife. Uh, I believe her name was Leah LaBelle. And I tell you, all up and down my timeline here in Los Angeles, everybody knew them and spoke super highly of them. He was most recently seen in the big three and he was balling out in that big three league with Ice Cube. And uh, he spent many years in the NBA. And I tell you, it's really cast a, a heavy shadow. You know, the trip, one of the great things about this is that, you know, it's always awesome to hear so many people come out and have positive things to say about a guy. And yeah, you're right. Nothing but good things about him. And that's awesome. You know? Yeah. You don't hear that too often. You know, they don't expect guys. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, folks, this is your espresso shot. It's been a quickie. We'll be back at you on Monday after the Super Bowl to give us a, a wrap up. And we got a special guest coming. And uh, keep your eyes and your ears open for us. This is the Ozone, folks. We're going to stick you with a quote. And it is, water does not resist. Water flows. When you plunge your hand into it, all you feel is a caress. Water is not a solid wall. It will not stop you. But water always goes where it wants to go. And nothing in the end can stand against it. Water is patient. Dripping water wears away stone. Remember that. Remember, you are half water. If you can't go through an obstacle, go around it. Water does. So Margaret Atwood. Have a great day, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you at the top of the line next week. Ozone. I'm just living the dream. I'm in love with the life.